This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For all, NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. We're back. You're tuned into Golden Spaces, Justin and Matt. We begin into conversations like while we're not recording and then we forgetting that we need to have this for the pod. So <laughs> we're going to run it. <laughs> it's one of them nights, yo. Like, uh, no parlays tonight, Justin? Oh, they're all cooked. All cooked. I had a few. I had a few, but they all cooked. Um, you know why I- that happened, right? Chill, chill, chill. Relax, relax. I'm just asking if you know why. I'm not going to tell the people. I'm just asking if you know why. <laughs> no, I don't know why, actually. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I had I had Team USA on there. I had a few. I had a few. Um, I was one of the USA players I needed to score was injured and didn't score, so that cooked a few of my parlays right there because I added that in there. And the Warriors one is cooked too because obviously I picked the Warriors to win, um, and I picked Clay to have a better scoring game. But it's okay. Mm-hmm. There'll be other nights. Yeah, I mean, we were saying that it was kind of like an odd sort of night tonight. Like the the bench kind of had like a better plus minus right than like the starters and way better. And um, I was talking about like just Steph when he came back in in the fourth, he didn't seem sharp. Like at times it didn't like in the beginning. Like by the end, like he started like shooting and do, but it it seemed like he didn't want to shoot. He was passing a lot. And I was like, Steph, like, what are you doing? So it was just like sort of a weird game. Clay didn't take that many shots. And while some of them didn't fall, it's just like very unlike Clay. So just a lot of like weirdness tonight, I think, all around. You know, what what were you seeing? Yeah, I definitely saw a lot of that. Um it just felt like, you know, Steph wasn't as decisive as he usually is where he's just like, I'm going to make this move and we're going to, we're going to play off of that. It was kind of like, do I make this? Do I do this? Like, oh, I'm a step back pump fake. I'm a shuffle my feet a little bit. Was um, it something Dallas was doing? Was it something about the defense and the way they were guarding him or was it um, him? Cause I didn't um, see anything that they were doing. Yeah. At this point in his career, it's usually always him, right? He, there's no defense he hasn't seen. There's no type of player or coverage that he hasn't seen. So or hasn't seen 10 times over in the highest stakes of basketball. You know what I mean? So it's, it's embedded in his brain how to play against these type of defenses. Um, and some days he's a little bit more sharp. Some days he's not, he's humans, you know? So 
whether it's a rhythm thing or whether it's a focus thing. Uh, some days he, some nights he doesn't have it. Some nights he does have it. Um, but yeah, I think tonight he just was a little bit off rhythm wise. Uh, a few of his threes just, you know, that he usually had been hitting just didn't go down. Um, you know, even Jordan, he was kind of back to his like over dribbling and stuff like that. So I do think it was just oh a weird game gosh. overall. So even though Jordan, Jordan, I mean, they did win their minutes pretty convincingly. The bench did, but um, the starters, it just seemed like they were just a little, a little out of sync um, with themselves. But Kevin you know, Looney was like in the beginning of the game for like a good stretch of the game, the only per- the only player who had scored for like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did see that. <laughs> the first like eight or nine minutes or however long it was. Um, yeah, I mean, the bench did, like, I touched on it a little bit earlier, but, like, if you want to expound on it, like, the bench was great tonight, but Jordan was still annoying with the dribbling, because it was like, who was that who was defending him, like, on that one play, like, two times, he kept trying to, like, do too much, and the guy just Mm. kept, like, stripping the ball, and I'm like, come on, man, like, get it together. Yeah, it was Josh Green. He's, he's playing well, you know, he's one of those young players that's kind of coming into his own as scrappy, you know, kind of do it all type of player. But yeah, I think definitely Jordan was making it a little bit easier for Green to, you know, affect his game just by again not being as decisive, um, trying to do a little bit too much. He started slipping and, and stuff like that. Um then he I believe he hit he hit those two flagrant free throws after Dinwiddie elbowed him. Um and then he went for a big three and missed it. Um that's the type of shot that you want him to take, and eventually they'll start falling. And once they'll start falling, then it's going to be, I think his game is just going to, you know, be a lot more fluid because he'll, he won't have to second guess whether or not he needs to shoot a three or whatever the case may be, you know. So when you're out of rhythm shooting wise, it definitely affects the rest of your game uh, offensively. And, you know, which is just a matter of time because he's too good of a shooter to continue to not shoot the ball that well. Right. Um, Bench unit or second unit, however you want to call it, with the addition of Draymond and Andrew Wiggins, they're coming along though. I mean, they they yeah. help us get back in the game. I think take the lead. Um, they're, you know, starting to perform. So, with that in mind, do you think? Well, I know you think, or still would think, like they need to try to get like someone else like on the, on the bench, but do you think they are going to feel like secure enough with this, that they feel like they don't have to make any moves? Um, that's a good question. I do think if they end up making a move, it'll be closer to the deadline. Um, so I guess we just have to see a longer sample size of how they perform, but I do think they need to add another front court player just as for the, for the, like at least just for insurance, right. Just in case somebody un you know, God forbid, gets injured or has to miss some time for whatever reason, they need another front court player because essentially, I just feel like for some size too, they're still struggling out there sometimes with rebounding. And I just, yeah, I mean, we they have to team rebound. I get it. The team is smaller, but like just sometimes I'm just like, why can't you get that rebound? And I'm like, because you're smaller. <laughs> like sometimes <laughs> we're just not like, you know, playing properly, like, you know, the effort isn't there or they're not boxing out. Like, I'm not talking about those. I'm just saying sometimes, like, when they're when they're down there and they're fighting and they just still don't get it. Like, sometimes, yeah, like, the ball just doesn't go your way. But sometimes it's just straight up, like, like there was, like, at, that, at the end of, I want to say it was the half, like, right before they went into the third 
and they had got the lead down, or was it the first? I can't remember if it was the first or the half, but no, because I think by when they were going into the half, it was like a one-point game. So I think it was going into the second quarter, and like they had like got it down to 10. And then like it was like, okay, can you get like a stop? And I think they did get the stop or whatever, but then like I think it was Luca. Someone shot it, but like Luca just grabbed the, the rebound. Like Steph was like right there with him, but like but mm. Luca's just bigger and he got the rebound. And so I mean, a bench player wouldn't be in at that point, but there's just like other times in the game that I saw like the size affect them a little bit. Yeah. They they need a little bit more strength on the inside for sure. Um Joku had ten rebounds tonight, but Athleticism rebounds, offensive rebounds. You know the da- Dallas Mavericks are they they give up uh, a good amount of offensive rebounds anyway. So against the bigger teams that are even better rebounding teams in Dallas, it, it could be an issue. So I definitely think for for plenty of reasons they need to get uh, front court players still to kind of bolster that bench up. Hmm. I see a lot of people now advocating for Jay Crowder. They've seen to move off Pirtle and they're on to Jay Crowder. Uh, I'm cool with either one, to be honest. Um, I just think Jay Crowder probably fits what the Warriors do a little bit more just because he's a wing, like he's a big wing. Um, so, and he's, he's a little bit more scalable as far as lineups go, you know, cause he can stretch the floor a little bit. He can pass, you know, he can play team basketball. He can play team defense. He can switch a little bit more obviously than the Purtle can. So he fits the Warriors, uh, like strategy a little bit better. But I'll be cool with either one. You know what I mean? Uh, Perto and Looney is a pretty good, uh, you know, center core right there. Two centers that you can have essentially 40 minutes a game of elite defense uh, on the inside. And then you obviously have your stretches with Draymond as a center. So, yeah, either I one's just, good. I just sort of feel like if you're bringing a player like Jay Crowder in, or even a Pirtle, they're not going to just be like some 10th, 11th fringe player. They're going to get minutes. And I just worry about working someone like that in so late. Like February feels late to me. I feel like you'd want them in sooner rather than later. Yeah. May. Yeah. It depends. It depends. Um, I do think you know, if everyone's healthy around that time, you do have a good amount of games, especially after the all-star break where teams start to ramp up, where you can really, you know, integrate them in and, and see, you know, what you can get from them, especially if you're not satisfied with something that's going on with your bench and you say, we really need this piece. You bring somebody in and they just, they will have an immediate opportunity to come in and immediately help. So if they get to that point in the season and they feel comfortable with what they got, uh, they probably won't make a swing for the fences like that. But if they, you know, if they still have issues with physicality inside and maybe Jamichael isn't playing that well and, you know, they, they just really need another piece, they say, hey, whatever, whoever they bring in, this is what we do. Um, your role isn't going to be that hard. Just step in and, you know, and they won't trade for anybody that's going to be difficult to integrate, I don't think so. I, I would trust it. I don't think it would be too late in February. I think I'm going to start praying for Jermichael Green's shot to come back. I mean, it would be such a helpful <laughs> thing. I'm not even joking, y'all. Don't judge me. But, yeah, I'm just like, and by the way, you know, when I be just talking. Just hit one out of three. 
Just hit one yeah. other thing, literally. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro. It's crazy, right? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 